Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Not everyone is a hero. Not everyone is a villain. Nor is anyone either all one or all the other. We should not forget the actions of the brave, those who put their lives on the line for what they believe in. Those are stories that should still be told. We should know the tales of deeds done by those who know their part in the bigger picture, and by those who don't. And those on the wrong side of history still have tales to tell, ones that shape the very course of this story. Is our next tale one of heroes or villains? How impactful are three usually insignificant people upon the world? And are you going to root for their success or their failure? I guess we're about to find out, as we welcome the familiar voice of Kareem, Karen of Y2K, and Sarah of Mediva, to a side story of the lucky die. are old enough to remember being told tales of the year of the bear from those who were there. The year ages passed when the family were infected with werebearism. They forbade themselves from entering towns and when the snows of winter truly came, many more of the family fell victim to the harshness of the cold. Those that survived were too weak to scavenge for food for more than but a few. The druids died and they fell prey to sickness and starvation. The family would soon die out. But the very night that their last druid died, a strong, magical presence made itself known. The sole remaining mage heard a voice, a message in the back of their head asking for help, for the voice knew not where they were, not what was happening. The mage told them the tales of Bikram, of the status of the world, of the gods, the people and the creatures. Every question answered as the last breaths of the mage would use to pass on their knowledge. The mage also urged them to leave the family alone, for they were werebears and could easily kill them. Besides, what help could they offer when the family could not help themselves? 
The mage's new friend stood before them covered in leathers and no small amount of wounds. He stood staring at their starving skeletal thin forms, sickness like a cloud around them. He stoked the fire and produced food with a simple spell. He fed them, tended them, healed their ailments. When the remains of the family were able to travel again, he took them to the edge of a forest. At the forest's edge, he helped to set up a concealed village in the tree's canopy and told them to hunt and survive, and that he would be back. And when the summer came, the half-elf man returned as he had promised. He brought with him a cure for the werebear infection and stayed with them long enough to help the first child born in that village. As the years went by, the man would check in on them, bringing them knowledge, helping them thrive and grow in might and magic. The village is now a town within the forest, called the Baranya, numbering in the low hundreds. Whenever they needed help, the healer would come and keep them safe, asking nothing in return but a safe haven in the oncoming storm, the storm that would plunge the world into darkness. The family called this man the healer. The healer asked for a safe haven nearly a week ago, but he's not arrived. He's never late, and he has never asked for safe haven. He's missing. And what kind of family would we be if we didn't go after one of our own? A shit one, that's what. <laughs> We're better than that. This is the darkness that he warned us about. He would never ask us to seek him out, but he did ask for refuge, and by the gods that are dying around us, we're gonna give that to him. Salt, you're in charge. You lead them wisely, and thank you for volunteering. Nomari, you keep the morale up. You might not have volunteered for this, but thank you for agreeing to go. Idris, use your brains to keep them safe, and thank you for agreeing to document all of this. Good luck, you three. You come home safe. Cheers. Survivors of a place called Empty Shallows reached out to you, saying that their friend was important to them also. The best that they could work out, the healer was being held in a place called Falsum, captured by those loyal to the oncoming darkness. You've travelled for a few days, almost weeks now, and you find yourself at the edge of a desert. When you look northwards, you see mountains. When you look to the west, you see the sea. To the south, rolling forests. You took up with a wagon driver. He got you most of the way and he got you here quickly. Nice young man. He looks at the three of you as you jump off just outside of Falsum. Gonna miss your company as we head up north. Are you three of you gonna be okay here? You don't fancy a treasure hunting bounty on this Carson thing, do you? He pays real well and the three of you are plus in enough company. What about you, Salt? Salt, would you be kind enough to describe your character, please? I'm a dwarf with a pair of uh, leather armor, a pair of one-hand axes uh, at my waist, um, big double-handed axe on my back, uh, standard dwarfish sort of hair long with braids here and there. And an attitude to match. (laughs) (laughs) Attitude to match the braids or the dwarf? (laughs) Both, if necessary. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Um, He looks down at Ilmari. What does Ilmari look like, Karen? Ilmari is a half-elf. She's uh, medium height. Uh, has an athletic build for a half-elf, but she hasn't really been keeping up with her training, so he's a, she's a little bit squishy. 
Uh, she's in her mid-20s, uh, pale skin, <laughs> long, dark brown hair in a braid down her back, gray eyes with a glint of silver uh, from her elven heritage. Uh, she has a ukulele slung, slung across her back <gasps> and a rapier at her side. Uh, yes, ukulele. Amazing. <laughs> and finally, he looks down at Idril. Uh, what does Idril look like? Um, uh, um, Idril is a elf, medium-sized, and uh, has uh, dark black pigtails and uh, very bushy eyebrows for want of generics and um, generally is, is, is a little bit speedy. I love it. <laughs> I love that she has bushy eyebrows. I'm just... <laughs> Fine legs. Fine legs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure that I can work this into the narrative somehow. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Great. Uh, he... The wagon driver looks down at you and he says, Oh, good luck on whatever it is you're doing. Hopefully our paths will cross again. And with that, he geez the horses and off the wagon goes. Mm. The three of you find yourselves just outside of Falsum. It's one of those kind of traditional desert-ish towns. There are houses made of sandstone and some stone that's clearly been brought in from the mountains to the north. There are small houses and there are also big, kind of more industrial-looking buildings. Um, you can see a very high wall, which you would assume, because the top is covered in guard towers, possibly the prison. Um, you can also see that there are a couple of really big buildings here, which would denote um, like meeting houses for things like the Witch's Society or the Lodge, which is like the martial um, equivalent of a Witch's Guild. What do the three of you want to do? Your call, folks. What are our options? What do you want to do? Let's find ourselves get, get uh, somewhere to bed down for the night, at least. Give ourselves a base. Sounds like a good plan. Is this the one with a good bar? So we could have a little nightcap. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> okay. The three of you walk into the town. Unlike the rest of the continent that you're on, which is Discora, there are a lot of other races here races that some of you recognise only from tales. You're very well aware of the elves, the dwarves, the halflings, the gnomes, the humans even. But there are creatures walking around here that perfectly match descriptions of tieflings, of dragonborn perhaps, goblins even, even half-orcs and orcs wandering around here. This is not normal. This town is very different. Most of them give you a wave and a nod, and you notice that there are more than a couple of guards that are wandering around, more than should be strictly necessary for such a small town. Walking through, what kind of bar, inn or establishment are you looking for? Are you looking for those high-end ones where you get all the niceties, or are you looking for the rough and tumble cheap places? <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue if we have any sort of... Uh, well, actually, I'm a bird. I can get... Uh, I can get lodging <laughs> anywhere. Uh, do you want yeah. a fancy place? <laughs> That'd be great. Hole in the wall's probably fancy for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, <laughs> no, yeah, no. We've got plenty of cash, haven't we, at the moment? So. Have we? Who's got that then? 
How do we know how much cash we've got? I've got no idea. Uh, So uh, the currency in this world is gold pieces, silver pieces, and then bronze pieces, much like our pound coins, 50s and 20s, and then you've got like your coppers. Um, So gold is not exactly rare, but for like the everyday working person, you might see a couple of gold a year. Um, I think some of you might be wandering around with a lot of gold. Uh, some of you significantly less, <laughs> but like for example, okay. like coppers would buy things like your beer or your meal for the for the evening. Silvers would pay for things like your uh, like your your stay or your rooms. Um, you can obviously use gold to pay for coppers. Did you say milfler? But... What's what's milfler? Milfler. Uh, that's what I thought you said. Oh, that's a bit rude. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought this is not that kind of place. Is it? No, no, no. <laughs> We're completely confused. Okay, so if if I were to have any gold, where could I see that somewhere, or am I just making yeah. this up? Yes. No, no, no. You're not making it up at all. Uh, well, no. Technically, we are. It is a, a spinning game. We never um, got through filling those up, actually, did we? <laughs> uh, nope. Uh, they have zeros. Yes. Then you have no money. Okay, thank you, <laughs> Sarah. Sarah's rich. Uh, sorry, uh, Idril is rich. Idril has uh, Idril has eight gold. <laughs> oh, That's spectacularly rich. You are Don't rolling it. it. <laughs> yeah, got side hustle. It's all worth it, right? <laughs> okay, great. So we can go anywhere we like within reason, obviously. Uh, saving some money for later, for whatever happens. Do we next? want to be conspicuous, though? Oh, wait, wait, Is that what we want to do? Are we sure about that? Or do we want you singing and making us known in the place? What do we want? Why are we in this place anyway, specifically? Sorry, do remind me what we're trying here? to do here again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to ask you, Salt, find... but yeah, that might help. <laughs> oh, glorious leader, yeah. Salt, you would, you would know. Um, you are looking for a person called the Healer. Right. You are aware that the healer has been kidnapped by enemy forces right. um, from information that you've received from other places. And the only real information you have other than the person you know as the healer um, is that they are trapped somewhere here in Falson. Right. Okay. That gives me something more to work on. Okay. And the clues we have is that <laughs> no. the person is called the healer and they're trapped somewhere and that's all we know. Um, you would know the description. Um, at least Salt has met the healer. Um, the other two of you can decide if you have or not. Um, the healer is a half-elven man who has who is sporting like a goatee and is often seen in dark green, uh, like leather coats or um, cloaks and such like. Okay. Cool. I have not met the healer, I um, don't think. Okay. Let's find somewhere that's likely to have a load of gossip then. Uh, <clears throat> let's get to get, get the voice out. Hey. Let's find ourselves somewhere we might get some gossip. See what we're finding here. Great. Yes, all right. Let's do it. Let's go to the biggest, busiest uh, tavern we can find. Okay. Cool. The biggest tavern that you can find is a place called the Monastery. It's it's an inn. It's a pub. It's a bar. It is exactly what you're looking for. As you walk into this place, you can tell that the bar is run by... um, is run by a gnome and she has got like her hair tied back and she's wearing an apron and she's running around on clearly a platform that's been built up so she can serve the taller customers here and she's running absolutely ragged there is an old man sitting at the bar drinking a beer and he's just 
like he is the permanent bar fly. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else in here are tables that are just filled to the brim with all types of people here. You do notice as you walk in, just like very evidently as you walk in, that there are a lot of off-duty guards here. The same guards that you saw walking around previously. It's a little much, a little more people who are guards here than you would expect. Like you'd make maybe a couple people in a town this size, but a lot of people are either in the guard or conscripted to the army. You find all sorts here. There are, there's barely a table free, but you spot one over in the corner. Um that's what you see when you enter the monastery. Mm. Cool. Yeah, let's sit down and then uh, Part of me uh, go to the bar and get some drinks and some food, maybe. All right. Do it. Okay, so so what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> What's your poison? Obviously, it's all on me, right? You can owe me later. Ale, please. I mean, <laughs> what do we want? Cheap drinks? What do we want to do with all this money? <laughs> oh, should I get a job here and help I, the gnome? Because quite I, frankly, I, she seems like she's a bit busy. I, I, Maybe if I was a, a bar lady wench, right, then I could like get the gossip from some of the customers. What do you reckon? A bit too much, too fast. Okay, I'll shut <laughs> off. I, I love this idea. If you feel like you'd like to do that. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. If, if you feel like that might be useful, that, that might be a good idea. Hey? Because I forgot to say that I have bushy eyebrows, but also huge breasts. <laughs> and therefore would be alluring to the, <laughs> those who, who might want beverage. Since the landlady seems to be a little rushed, I, I think that might be a good idea. Hey? Mm. Where in your face? Have you worked a bar before? <laughs> Do I look like I've worked a bar before? <laughs> no, don't answer that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, drinks. All right, approaching the bar, Adriel. Um, is uh, Ilmari and Salt, are you two going to go find a table or are you going to watch this... I'm going to go sit at the table and sulk a little bit because it's what she does. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm going to sit at the table and watch just to make sure (laughs) Idril doesn't get in trouble. (laughs) I love it. Idril, you approach the bar. It's a couple of minutes before you get the attention of the the gnome lady behind the bar, but she eventually like rushes over to you and she's like, you know, drying her hands on her apron. She says, "All right, my lovely, what can I do for you?" Well, um, I was thinking it, it's it's more what I could do for you actually. Um, I can see you're a bit run off your feet, and um, I was wondering if you needed a hand. <sighs> Have you got any experience? Because oh, <laughs> oodles of experience. Do you want me to show you? I can pour the fluffiest something out of this uh, pint spiller, if you want. Pint spiller. You've got years of experience as a pint spiller. All right. Okay, then. Um, I tell you what, I give you a shot. How about you? Uh, how about you serve? Uh, how about you serve Jim down the end there? And uh, okay. if you if you don't spill it on him and you you fill the point up properly, then uh, consider the job temporarily yours. I mean, Colin will be back tomorrow, so it won't be on my own. But yeah, go go right ahead. Come on over. Great. See how you're doing. Okay. And she kind of like reaches over, grabs your arm, and this kind of half pulls you over the bar with a surprising strength for someone so small. Great. Okay. Uh, Jim, what do you want? What's his tip all? And what's your name, madam? Oh, uh, my name's Emily. 
Um, come on over and I'll, I'll figure out. Did I see you come in with uh, three or four other people? Oh, yes. We've got uh, my lovely, lovely friends of Salt over there. He's amazing. And you can, you know, trust him with your life. And uh, it's Imari who, you know, if you need someone to liven up the place a bit, might be able to do that for you later. <laughs> she's, the, she's the one with the ukulele, right? That's her. All right, how about this? Rather than trying to help me behind the bar, because I, I, no offence, I don't know if I can trust you. I thought I'd just give you a shot because Jim's really nice. If you could get her to play a bit, then you can consider all this done. Like, I'd rather be rushed off my feet and make a crap ton load of more money because Colin would be like, well, okay, then fine. Um, yeah, if you could get her to play something, then you can consider your drinks on the house. How about that? Can't Great, say I'll, for I'll, I'll go over and ask, see what, see what's what. All right. Uh, and she kind of bustles off and like she begins to like grab a cask out from underneath and like come on you bastard and Jim just reaches over and picks it up and puts it on the bar for her and Ilmari just sighs and goes (laughs) grabs her ukulele and goes I'm playing oh sorry I'm playing right yeah would you mind Ilmari you know because it would would help us out wouldn't it we wouldn't have to spend any money it's all right it's all right I'll play (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> Surely it's an audience. You'd love it, hey? Probably yes. get to pass the hat now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you do the hat. I don't care. Oh. And she sits down on the stool next to the regular, uh, regular guy person and uh, sighs, um, sort of stretches, and becomes a completely different person who tries to be the performer and does a little uh, happy tune on her uh, ukulele. I would like you to roll a performance check for me, please. And this is the first <laughs> check I've ever done. So let's see. I, I First dice roll, first dice okay, roll. Okay, let's see if this even works. Oh, I did it. I did it three times. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. Uh, we will always take the first yes, one. 13. That sucks, right? Okay. It's not great, but, you, <laughs> but it's also not the worst. Okay, <laughs> it was exactly the middle of the three things that you wrote. <laughs> okay, on a thirteen, this bar is just kind of loud. Mm. Um, like not everybody is picking up. The people closest to you turn and look, and they applaud at the end of every song. Some of them even put money into the hat that I assume Salt is passing around. <laughs> So you do make a small amount of money, but it's not as impactful as some of the places that you have stayed and done the same thing for. Mm. The very edges of the bars, especially some of the soldiers, just don't seem interested in what you are performing. But true to her word, Emily does give the three of you free drinks and she even gives you a free meal, something very basic, um, fruit and berries and you know a little bit of cold meat and some cheeses. It's not Anything big, but it's enough to get you through the evening. I, I once saw I once saw some bard who had a mage as his friend, and the the mage cast a glamour spell that made the, made the bard's music really loud. It was great. I know what the spell you're talking about. <laughs> so you have secured yourself food and drink for the evening, and you find yourself in a very busy, if not guard heavy, but a very busy bar. Um, is there anything you would like to do with your first evening in Falsam? Do we also have board or am I playing again for that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, after small negotiations, um, Emily informs you that this, there is 
board that you could be available. But unfortunately, they don't have the rooms available. But you're very welcome to sleep in this common area when everybody has gone. She'll keep the fire lit for uh, for the three of you if this is where you wish to stay. Oh, yeah. I can tuck myself under my eyebrows. It's all good. Yeah, it was fine. (laughs) I've slept on many a worse floor than this. Right. I'm going to ask a loaded question. Mm-hmm. So the end of the evening comes around if you aren't trying to talk to anyone in particular in this bar. Well, I was about to try and have a word with the, with the, yep. the bar, bar lady. Yeah, go point. for it. Just, uh, hey, Lassie. Uh, all right, what can I do? Oh, you're, you're part of uh, uh, Murray's lot, right? Aye, aye, what, aye. what can I do for you? Just- uh, another beer? That would be lovely, thanks. Um, I I was wondering, uh, we're just coming into town new, we're, we're trying to get our, our bearings here. I was wondering if you'd uh, know who might be the guys who know what might be going on around this place, other than yourself, possibly. We're here looking for a friend. <laughs> well, I, but basically everybody pushes through here. There's not, well, there's one other bar, but that's a little bit, uh, <laughs> it's a bit expensive and uh, kind of booked out right now. So most people come in and out here and, you know, us bar ladies, bar men, we uh, bar folks, we kind of we pick up a lot from conversation. Hmm. Uh, yeah, what's what's your friend's what's your friend's name? What do they look like? Is there anything that maybe I could uh, I could tell you if I see anyone? Hey, he's a he's a half elf. <clears throat> uh, plenty of those around here. Well, I'm I, I, I. He's uh, oh, usually dressed in green, goatee beard. Uh, Says he's completely failing to remember his name. He's known as the healer. Is the best thing when she kind of like she she frowns and like scratches her head. Like I, I don't really know any half elves that mix that description. Uh, and a healer don't ring a bell. I'm I'm sorry. I could always uh, I could always ask around. Um, sorry about no, that. That's all right. No 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 need no need to ask around. Suspect he's been um, gone missing, so we heard he might be here. So just seeing if anyone oh. might have seen him. Uh, I wouldn't want you to get yourself hurt by asking around the wrong people, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, a lot of people have gone after joining Pella's army, and some people got relocated. Not not loads of people, just uh, you know the new lot, of the army, and you know the other army that's here. Uh, <laughs> I. I uh... I tell you, I have a look around. I mean, like specific things like the healer is a title. Uh, <laughs> a few people might know it. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, I remember who else you could probably ask. Uh, right, you could probably ask Petrov. Uh, Petrov will probably be in a bit later. He he knows these odd comings and goings of the army. If it's, uh, do, you, do you think they might be army based? This uh, this healer friend of yours? Uh, not sure, but. If Petrov knows anything about the army, that'll at least be a big chunk of people who know something. We'll find something. All right, well, uh, Pe- Petrov will probably be in a bit later. I'll, uh, I'll send him over to your table and I'll, I'll let him have a quick word with a lot of you. And if anyone knows about army stuff, then that's probably the only lead I could really give you. So, all right, well, here's your beer. And she pushes over like a very full like um, tank out of beer. It's like, you enjoy and uh, you keep your friend playing. Yeah. She's, you know, pretty tunes. Thank you. And Emily... Emily just like immediately bustles off and starts like talking to the next person and pouring multiple pints at once. Um, <laughs> later in the evening, the three of you receive at your table 
a tall human male with dark hair, dark skin, and really brilliant blue eyes. He's wearing the uniform of one of the higher ranking guards. Not like the highest ranking that you've seen, but this is someone who knows the comings and goings Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, And he sits down at your table and he says, Hi, I hear that the... You'll be Petrov, I presume. Yes, that's me. You are Sultan Ilmari and Israel, if yeah. Emily informs me correctly. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Apparently you were asking around after someone. You Can are I... so tall. <laughs> I love can, your boots. Sarah, can you, make a, can you make a charisma check for me? So just press the word that says charisma on your character sheet. Oh, dear. This is scary. <laughs> Not oh dear, this could be the greatest. <laughs> Where is it? Da, 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 da. So it should be on the left hand side. I pressed it. Oh my god. Oh wow. Um, what? So on roll twenty, um yeah. if it has the green line around it, it means you critically succeeded. <laughs> it means you got a twenty on a D on a D twenty. Um okay. alternatively, if it's red, it means you've critically failed. Um so you have done the best possible result with the character that you have. Um, <laughs> Amazing. Fluffing <Flash, flash laughs> <Okay>. eyelids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's basically what has happened here. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. You've gone, my, you're a tall one, and he's just looked at you uh, just completely stunned for the moment. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I have that effect. You're... <laughs> Look very, There's a couple of reasons for that. <laughs> this is my face. My face is here. Oh, dear. Oh, um, no, it's my um, eyebrows is entranced. It's my fluffy eyebrows. I, my lady. Um, Hello. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry. I was completely flummoxed. Um, what is it that you three were asking? Uh, he seems very flustered. <laughs> I was just wondering if you've seen someone. I'm salt. What does he look like again? What's his What's his name? You ask. I'm just going to stand here. Half elven, elven, elven man, goatee, dark green leather. Aye. Seen him often. We we know him as the healer. Mm. He's gone missing. We're wondering since you know most about uh, army movements around here, whether you might have seen him. Uh oh. Um, half elf, goatee, yes, green leathers and cloaks. Hmm. I'm afraid I, I'm afraid I don't know anything at all. Um, it's been lovely hmm. chatting with the three of you. I'm awfully sorry. Um, I have to go now. Can we check if he's lying? I was about to say yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. So. Could everyone, because there's only three of you, um, you can all just press um, insight. So if you could all roll an insight check for me, this will basically uh, tell you whether he's lying, okay. whether he's hiding things, that kind of stuff. 15. Uh, Salt, what did you get? 13. And Israel, what did you get? I don't know because I can't see it. <laughs> I don't in know the where chat. to look. You got 18. Okay, on a 15 and above. Sorry, um, salt. <laughs> That's right. Razor shot me. <laughs> You're just wooed by the beer. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll accept the fact I'm more of a physical guy than a, than a mental one. <laughs> Ilmari and Idril, 
um, Petrov, who just sat down at your table, is now standing up, completely no longer flustered, like he's not even drawn to the beauty that is Idril. Um, <sighs> he clearly recognised this description. Um, he didn't recognise the name, um, but he did recognise the description. He knows who you're talking about, and he is quickly leaving the bar. I want to follow him. Yeah, let's do it. No, well, I, might I say, you two aren't necessarily that good at this kind of thing. I, I don't have any armour either. Did I tell you that? That's scary, <laughs> right? Isn't it? Is that important? Is that right? I vaguely remember it's important. <laughs> so as, as a wizard, um, you traditionally don't wear armour. <laughs> you okay. rely on everybody else to wear the armour and you arrive with the big guns to, you know... Blow do what you up. can with magic damage. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, you set fire to things. That is your utter strength um, and your knowledge because you are a wizard. Um, for example, Ilmari and Salt would be wearing leathers, so they'd be the ones more likely to go into physical combat with things. Yes. But my specialty. <laughs> my my yeah. specialty is sneaking around and following people, however. Uh, yeah, so. we're not actually, I don't think we're a, a combat-heavy think- uh, group. I think the last nope. thing we can describe you two as is subtle. <laughs> hey, I have a plus nine for stealth. I think I'm pretty subtle. Okay, you probably. When I want to be, which I never do, apparently. But, you, <laughs> but you're busy sulking. here tonight. I can disappear yes. and nobody's going to notice. Yes. Has he gone yet? He's gone, right? Uh, he's bas- Let's say he's at, he's the, door. at the door. So if you want to go straight so after him, this, you can. This you can. sort of hushed conversation of we've told, we've told Salt he's lying and Salt says, yes, he's going to. Yeah, yeah, follow. And I'm going to go that. follow him. I'll get back. I'll, yep. I'll, once I follow them, I'll come back to you. Okay. Okay. Um, in that case, Salt, can you please roll a stealth check for me? Okay. I'll ask something that can do well. <laughs> That's a big number. 24. 24. Okay, let me get his character sheet out. Not that one either. This is the first time I've actually car- printed out character sheets for, for, for creatures and people you meet. Mm. I feel honoured. I never do this. Amazing. <laughs> it means we get some paper rustling. Yes, unfortunately, paper rustling. Something we never hear it's on this podcast. It's a sound effect. Um, it's great. He walks out into the streets of Falsam. You see that he quickly looks left, looks right, looks behind him, but he doesn't notice you mm-hmm. at all. You're very able to quietly follow him, be that on the streets, either that blending into the crowd or jumping up onto the roofs, whatever suits Salt. Mm-hmm. You see that he meets up with a few other guards, calls them over, and they go into a guardhouse. Very quickly, the youngest, the smallest, the quickest, runs off to what looks like the outskirts of the town. And as you look over to where they are, you can finally see tents out the outs- beyond Falsam, something you couldn't see before because of the way you entered mm-hmm. or from where you entered. And you can see that there is clearly a command tent there. And with, I'm assuming, your keen-ish eyes, mm-hmm. You notice that this small runner goes to the command tent. Right. I'm going to head follow him. Okay. I will need you to make another stealth check. Mm -hmm. You reach the tent area. There are a lot of people wandering around here, all of them wearing the colours of the army, Appella's army. Mm -hmm. 16 this time. You get fairly close to the command tent. It's very easy for you to keep up with the boy. Mm -hmm. He's fast, but you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You get probably within a couple of tenths of the command tent when you see the boy quickly enter. 
Okay. When suddenly somebody steps into your path, the woman is wearing very heavy leather armour and she can see that she has an axe at her side. Oi. Well, I don't recognise you. Hey. Yeah, just uh, trying to find the, the, the young scampo there just uh, took me took me a while. I'm trying to find it. We're trying to find... We're trying to follow one of one of the runners. Yeah, you seem to nickname nick, nick a thing. I don't even want any runners. There's some, some little scamp, eh? Chasing a scamp. Well, you can see where he's gone. You can talk to his mum another day. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let him know that he's been uh, followed by a... Uh, uh, what's your name? Salt. Salt. I'll let him know that a certain salt is looking for him. Where are you staying so I can send him directly to you? And about. Out and about. Remind me, whatever the name oh. of the bar is. <laughs> the monastery. Yeah, the monastery. <laughs> uh, the monastery, right, right, right. All right. Well, go on your way. Take care. I'll cut, well, I'll leave and then cut round the back and find myself a more appropriate garb that will at least hide me potentially and I can see if I can sneak back to the, the tent. <laughs> Okay, um, can I have you make an investigation check to see if you can find some armour that would be suitable for Eek. you? No, um, not today. <laughs> three. What did, did you get your investigation? Critical fail, three. Well, uh, no. Didn't find um, anything. Basically, everything, yeah, apart from not finding something the right size, the ones that you do are very clearly being, there are too many guards in this particular area, like very much close to the command tent. These people know what they're looking at. They're seasoned veterans and there's just no good opportunity for you to just grab one. Can't find myself a nice barrel to go walking through. The- <laughs> <laughs> that might tip you off. <laughs> so no, I'm afraid. Okay. If I can't find anything, I'll, I'll head back. Okay. Razzle, frizzle, frizzle. <laughs> razzle, frazzle. <laughs> okay. Um, you can pass by the guard, um, the guard hut where uh, the person you originally followed, Patrick. You can go back there and try and listen in yeah, or break in or talk to them. That's still an option. Yeah, I'll go um, back there. Okay. Uh, you head back and you can see that Petrov is talking very emphatically to one of the other guards. They're very quiet, but you can see by his hand gestures, by his body movement, he is worried. Mm-hmm. He is concerned by something he has been asked or heard recently. Okay. Funny that. <laughs> Find somewhere I can get a good uh, earshot. Okay, can I have you roll a perception check, please? Oh, Christ. 14. You don't pick out a lot because they are trying to be kind of quiet and you're not in maybe not the best position. You're really sure, but you don't hear everything. Mm-hmm. But you do hear, yeah, I'm sure. Well, we need to double the guard. We just have to. We can't let them get out. Well, what with the darkness coming? That's her orders. You keep an eye on them. There's their descriptions. And that's about all that you really hear. Are the descriptions of us? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, blatantly. (laughs) You do do hear the phrase like bushy eyebrows and (laughs) looks good. I mean, um, she's a very handsome woman. I mean, (laughs) eyes up top soldier. Um, (laughs) All right, I'll I'll head back. Uh, you find your two companions. <laughs> hmm. 
Well, that was interesting. What happened? Well, he went to this guardhouse and they had a bit of a chat. And they planned on keeping us here, I think. So we may have to be careful when we're going about. But they sent a runner off to the big uh, military camp and uh, the main command tent. Sadly, I wasn't able to get close enough to hear anything going on in there, but at least we know it's based in and around that military military, military camp and uh, the people in charge, I think. So it's better than nothing. I've done better, but we can do some more figuring out tomorrow, I think. Mm. You think it's safe to stay here? Should we find somewhere else? I think I think they were just planning on keeping us here. Now, whether that means here in we need to move now, move now or... Um, yeah, we could possibly find somewhere else, I think. Mm. Yeah, let's look. Shall we camp? They did mention something about the darkness coming as well, so who knows what that's about. But... Oh. <laughs> well, we've always got fire on our side, right? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of place do the three of you want to try and hide out in? Um, there is the really fancy, over-the-top expensive, possibly full bar that Emily mentioned. Um, there are obviously people's houses that you could maybe break into. You could try and sleep rough in the streets or just outside of Falsam. Um you could also just see what buildings are here and there. What buildings are empty? Might be a derelict place. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, somewhere that's not got anyone in. Could have a little scout about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there are definitely some buildings that are that are kind of like been broken down and ruined. You can see that the town is actually undergoing a lot of heavy renovations right now. People are trying to fix things and solve things. Um, Some buildings are clearly still under construction. Some of them have been fixed but are well abandoned. Um, Some of them are ruins and dangers unto anyone who enters. Um, You could pick any of that kind of... Whichever one of these tickles the three of your fancy, (gasps) I will put you in one. Nice one with a good view. (laughs) (laughs) Preferably not falling down on top of us because that could be a very short yeah. game. One, one that'll keep us warm and dry, I think. Warm and dry will warm, do. Mm, warm, dry, mm, sturdy. Mm. Maybe a view. Uh, warm and dry. Um, towards the edge of the village, uh, you find this uh, building which has been constructed of wood. It's clearly abandoned. Um, you can see that when one of the windows has been partially opened. You can see that there are scorch marks on the ground. But other than that, the room, the building looks completely empty. It's small. Um, it's a small little two-room place, but it there doesn't appear to be a lot of people around it. Um, it's clearly been abandoned, just covered in a fine layer of soot. What's the fire scorch marks about? Is that magic or is it fire? I don't know. Is that relevant? <laughs> That's a mystery. <laughs> is it relevant? Is it? Is it? It could be. You could take an arcana check to find out if you like. To see whether it's magic fire or whether it's just normal fire. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, (laughs) Wait a minute while my brain gets the things on the thing. (laughs) Uh, Right, was it Arcana? Oh yeah, there you go. Yes, please. 21. On a 21, um, your knowledge of magic, um, it basically tells you that this came from a very focused and centered place as you kind of look into the building you see the damage and the soot has been done there is something that just shouts and screams magic to you the magic itself came from a desk um so you can see a desk in there as you peer in um and there's just soot 
everywhere and it emanates from this one area. It was magic. To you, it screams it was a magical trap that has already been sprung. Okay. Um, but that's that's the building that you're in. There's a small like bed over in one of the corners. Um, okay, okay, so I, Karen, have an idea of where this is, but of course, Ilmari has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know exactly yeah, where this is. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so this... This place is completely unremarkable other than the fact that at one point fairly recently it had a magical rune that was yep. triggered and now it's no longer active. Okay. What do you want to do? This will do. Go in and have a look. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. What What about this desk thing? Is it worth an investigation in there? Uh, I can tell you instantly if anyone goes through it, it has been completely wiped out. There is nothing remaining in here whatsoever. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Just the bed. It looks like someone has ransacked this entire little room. There's this basically nothing left other than like a bed and a desk. Okay. Uh, that's about it, really. Great. It's sturdy otherwise. So I'll take the bed then, yeah? Very well. <laughs> yes. Ilmari's just going to curl up in a corner and sulk some more because it's what she does. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I'm going to jump on the bed just to make I sure. I love being a stroppy teenager. I love it. Lovely. Uh, there's a couple of creaks and a couple of cracks. Uh, the bed will not withstand much more <laughs> jumping okay. on it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll just have a sit down. <laughs> and uh, a little nightcap. Has anyone else got one? Or do I just have my own? Ilmari's ignoring you. <laughs> right. Okay, fair enough. I will ask the loaded question again. Is anybody doing a watch? Or are the three of you just going to go to sleep? Or are you going to have someone keep an eye out in case of danger? I'm going to keep an eye out. All night? That doesn't work. No. <laughs> you wake one of us up after a third of the night. Yeah, we'll rotate through. Yeah. Yeah, we'll rotate. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. I'm glad we have established that we are having watches. Good. <laughs> Salt, your watch goes fairly peacefully. Um, who do you want to wake up next? I reckon... You're on the bed. <laughs> Imari first. Actually, no, okay. Idril first. <gasps> oh, I was enjoying that dream. Idril. Nice tall men. <laughs> Sorry, what? Your turn. Yes. <laughs> Idril, I need you to make a perception check for me. Oh, that's beginning with P. Don't like things beginning with P. Okay. 21. Grimey, you're on a roll. Mm-hmm. Um... Saw that bouncing on the on bed. On a twenty-one, it's 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 good. Um, on a twenty-one, you hear very quietly the sound of people walking around outside the building. Mm. Not that that is unusual, but the fact now that you've heard the same kind of clanking of armor of leather over leather, mm. and they seem to be walking a very specific way. It's always the same. They are always walking to one of the windows, stopping just outside of the range, and then starting again. It's very ordered. Someone or someones are watching the three of you. Oh. Well, I think I'd like to wake some people up then because I can't deal with that on my own. So I'm just going to wake everybody <laughs> up, whether they like it or not. Yeah, I so love it. Wake up, folks. There's a, there's, a, there's a man looking in at us on the wind, through the window. We should have put something over the window, you dillocks. <laughs> Then nobody could have seen us in here. Why didn't we do that? That was stupid. <laughs> no, we're just being spotted, obviously. That's the thing. Yeah. 
Right. So do what we do hide? We do? What, what do we do? Do we act s- suspiciously and hide, <coughs> or do we do we say hello, welcome? <coughs> I have tea. No. Or come in to my warm bed. <coughs> the thing is, they know we're here, so yes, we might as well carry on resting, and then we'll find a way to get get loose from them in the morning. Hey. Eh? Do you not want to say hello? No. It's not going to achieve anything. Us, mo- us moving from the tavern to here has, has done nothing, so we might as well just rest up and make sure we're fresh for the morning. Okay. Fine. Is it still my watch? All right. Ilmari's <laughs> <laughs> curling yeah. back into her corner. <laughs> okay. Okay. The rest of the evening passes with just continuing patrols. Just before dawn, um, Ilmari, you just hear that this patrolling has kind of slowed down. It's kind of stopped. They're not doing this quite as often anymore. You're not really sure why, but this is what you've noticed. The sun comes up and the three of you are awake. You hear the sounds of industry all around you. People are going to work. People, You hear a lot of children laughing and giggling as they too are up at the crack of dawn, which is not really what kids do, but you hear them also talking about going to work, about being part of this and being part of the apprenticeship of being part of that. Everybody, as you notice as you wake up, is doing something. Everybody is working. What do the three of you want to do? Go find someone to talk to. Who should we? Who should we talk to? Because I've got a few suggestions, but I don't think they'd work. No, I'm open to suggestions. I just sort of find out what you want to do. The guards. Make a decision. There's something about the guards, right? Something's mm. going on with the guards. They knew something about the healer. Yes. Could you dress up? Is there anywhere we could find guards' clothes and dress up as one and go and infiltrate gently? Mm. No. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to say up. that Salt. I, I, f- I feel like when Salt was kind of like looking into the guard area and listening into that, like the various guard stations that are around Fausum, now that you know how to recognize them, mm-hmm. um, you would note that, yeah, there are spare uniforms and spare stuff in there. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be easy, but you could definitely get uniforms and disguise yourselves as guards. Okay. Yeah, I might have to shave one eyebrow though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was disguise. That might make you stand out. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, oh yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Maybe a little trim. Oh, I could dye them. Let no. me see if I can find a nice out of the way guard house that nobody gets to see or particularly worry about much. I have something called a disguise kit. Yes. Uh, now, exactly what that? Oh, okay. I. Pressed it. I don't know why. What that happened? I have a pouch of cosmetics, hair dye, and small props. Uh, Let's me create disguises that changes. It says your physical appearance, so only me. Yes. No. Yes. Uh, Yeah, it would only change your physical appearance. So you could do it so that you end up having like scars, or you could have moles. You can make your nose slightly Mm. bigger. Um, Like it would help you like do that kind of like physical changes. So you at least could change how you look. So I wouldn't. Um, I would be willing to extend that to one other person because carrying a (laughs) a single set of supplies in makeup is just not a thing. Exactly. Um, (laughs) 
So I would be willing to extend that. Like you could do that to two of you, but one of you would still need to figure out how to change their appearance if that's the, if that's the, what you know, the route you wish to go under. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd extend that to Idril then because salt is very sneaky. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and as we've, I think we mentioned before, they're not likely to notice him. <laughs> so <laughs> you might get away with that. Uh, it might work. It might work. Um. Okay. Um, Salt, I'm going to say, yes, you can eventually, after scouting around the town for like maybe 30 minutes, you can find one that is kind of more out of the way. There's less people wandering around. There's not as much buildings or as many businesses around here. Mm-hmm. Um, you see at one point the guards kind of just like go off and like do like a patrol, like whatever reason, they may be short-staffed. Maybe they have a different way of securing their stuff. Who knows? Um, but it's very easy for you to go in grab a couple of uniforms and come back with them. I'm just going to say it's something you can just do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's totally fine. If there's any spare armour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, as a wizard, Idril, um, I feel it's really important that you need to know you can't wear armour. Oh, <laughs> If you ever. wear armour, oh. your magic is not as effective. In <gasps> fact, it's pretty hindered. <laughs> Imagine, because part of the magic stuff is being able to use your hands to create gestures or to burn like incense yes. or whatever it is that helps to power your spell. It's not as easy when you're wearing like um, layers of armor, especially if you're wearing metal armor, because it's very heavy and difficult to get those precise hand motions or to get like particular things done. So I that's see. why, for the most part, most wizards and sorcerers and warlocks can't wear armor. Okay. Thank you. But they can immolate but, a large number of people at range, so you know. You pay your money, takes yes, choice. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, a glass cannon. But you do have a spell called Mage Armor, and mm-hmm. that allows you to basically make your skin a little tougher and it will raise your armor class. Cool. Um so you can cast that while you're waiting for salt to come back. That's a thing you can totally do. Okay. So hang on, just so I understand, uh, we can't put armor and uh disguise Idril as a guard because there are there would be uniforms that would suit all ah, types. So a wizard um, uniform yeah, so, guard thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it would just be like a simple robe with an embroidery piece on it. Whereas it's, for example, yeah, the leather weathers that we have um blah, 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 the leather wearers that we have could very easily find something that suits them. Yeah. Um yeah. I hope there's nice hats as well. I'd like a nice hat, please. <laughs> <laughs> So if you cast Mage Armor, um, it's a first level spell slot. So on your character sheet, you see where it says one and there are four like dots next to it? One, four dots. There's lots of numbers everywhere. Um, where, <laughs> whereabouts would the one it's be? It's in the very centre oh. of the character sheet. Oh, yeah. So like under cantrips, one. That one. Yep. So yeah. there's cantrips and then there's one and next to that there are four dots. Yes. If you click one of those dots, it tells us that you've spent one of your spell slots for the day. Okay. You can only cast a certain amount of magic per day and oh. this is one of them. It raises okay. your um, armor class to, I believe in your case, hmm, I think 14. Yeah. So your armor now becomes 14 instead of 11. Okay. So is you're th- a little bit more Is that hardy. worth doing, folks, do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Otherwise, everything will kill you. <laughs> okay, I will. I will do that. Yes. <laughs> but I do not want to die today. Okay. No, please don't. Uh, I have no qualms killing all of you because this is a very pivotal game, and I can't hand wave it because it's a big, mm. 
I think I think Karen uh, might know oh, what this yes. is, but this is a big episode, so I <gasps> I can't be nice to you, but I will inform you that eleven is not yeah. a good. I'm Karen knows. <laughs> Omari has no idea, of course. Um, That's good. I love that. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So yeah, like uh, Ilma, um, Idril, your skin kind of glitters momentarily, like you're covered in glime, uh, like you're covered in diamonds, mm-hmm. um, and you feel your skin get tougher. Um, so you are. <sighs> now magically protect a little bit more magically protected than you were super duper you're a little hardier thank you right glittery eyebrows as well it's lovely and (laughs) and i think that i use the the eyebrows become steel (laughs) (laughs) no i think i use the disguise kit and i uh uh, i extend the eyebrows so they're even more uh they're even more (gasps) bushy they're like <laughs> and and i give you a huge mustache and <gasps> a very big That's nose so exciting i already I had a big so nose much. so it's even bigger yes it's even I, bigger I, I love it it's even bigger i, to mention. I, and I do i do uh similar uh, stuff to myself but you know they look uh still don't look too extreme they just look a bit uh more than they yeah. did Salt, when you arrive back to this, um, can, I, can I swing by the original um, guardhouse on the way back? Actually, yeah, of course, see if you I can. can pick up any um, intelligence. Um, what kind of intelligence are you looking for? Um, is the chap we saw yesterday, um, Petrov, there? Can I hear anything he's talking about? I can read lips, I want to pick up any conversations that might be happening. Bollocks, um, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> fucking observant, good <laughs> okay um you see petrov like like you decide to swing by that fairly earlyish in the day so i can give you the better information mm-hmm. um you swing by there fairly early in the day and petrov mentions that more guards are going to need to be sent to where the fourfold fights are that more of them need to be there to protect that entryway to where the prisoner is being held <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. the fourfold fights yes fuck <laughs> Um, uh, unfortunately because of where the three of you come from you wouldn't know what the fourfold no, is no exactly but he did yeah. mention about that's where the prisoner is being kept therefore we can find where the fights are by asking somebody else however not yes. if we're disguised as guards so this needs to happen before this asking yeah, that's fine to- let me worry about that but you, you, oh, you two brilliant. make yourself <laughs> less pretty <laughs> already done it's not that kind of compliment Forward handed compliment. This is the best I've looked in years. <laughs> Do you see my tash salt? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't just save it, right? My <sighs> guess. Um, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so salt, you can come back, um, see your two companions now look somewhat different. They're recognizable to you, but there is obviously something very off about them. Okay. Um, Imari has done a good job. Get, get these on you. <laughs> yes. Actually, no, not, not now. Oh. <laughs> when, when, we, when we put them on later, when we want to actually, actually hide, we'll put them on rather than wandering around in a you know, guardsman's kit right now. It'd be a bad idea. Can I just wear the shoes? They're so shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a no? Shiny brows and shiny shoulders. If I manage to find a cavalier officer who, who, who takes as much care of his looks as you're trying to do, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I'll put my clothes back on then. (laughs) Okay. Sorry about that. (laughs) I feel like I need to ask where the three of you going. (laughs) I have no idea. Is there 
tourist information? Uh, Um, Actually, it's not exactly tourist information, but there is a building kind of at the centre of Falsam, which is fairly big. Um, There are like at least two stories to it, and you would suspect also like a lower level, like a basement level to this as well. Um, Secret place. Uh, there are kind of like wooden steps that lead up to them. And for those of you who know anything a little bit about the world um, from your various travels, from what people have said, um, this would be the Witcher Society. This would be like the main like uh, building to find yourself a mage. Um, for a big continent like spanning group, um, they would probably know a lot about this town if you wanted to find information. Like okay. that I think would be the most obvious <laughs> tourist information maybe <laughs> as we are leaving our little house uh can we check can i check if we're being followed or yeah uh take a perception check please um in fact all three of you yeah. yes, I I guess, well. totally fine yeah. okay yeah 24 can, can rather than perception can i use stealth as a variation explain on Explain why stealth is it? Because if somebody's yeah, trying to watch us, if somebody's trying to watch us. They're either trying to be stealthy or they're trying to be obvious. If they're obvious, we're going to spot them anyway. If they're trying to be stealthy, I can spot a stealth person or better. I'll accept that. I will accept that. You you know the tricks, uh, the tips and tricks yeah. for hiding yourself. You know what to look for, like those specific things. Like you would glance over the obvious ones watching you mm-hmm. because you're specifically trying to watch for those tiny details. Yeah. But thankfully, Imara and Idril are also watching for the more obvious signs. So. <laughs> I, I'm having my usual okay, crap uh, dice rolls day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a bad number. Um, Imara, with, what did with you my get? stealth, it's terrible. <laughs> 24. You have a 24. Mm. Okay. Um, Salt? Uh, 17. And Idril? 17. Buddies, 17. Okay. Um, For the 24, you're kind of watching what Salt is looking out for. You're just somewhat better at this as he's trying to... (laughs) (laughs) Like, you just catch that odd glance. Um, Yes, there is somebody following you. Um, They aren't wearing a guard uniform, but they are wearing kind of everyday clothes, um, like something like a baker or a blacksmith would be wearing. Um, They're wearing an apron and they are clearly not going to the businesses that they should. And it might just be coincidence. Mm. Baker's baker's author. That's a very interesting outfit. Okay, so I tell my my, uh, companions about this. Uh, someone following mm. us. I try to do it sneakily so they don't understand what's going on. Um, or the person following us doesn't understand what's going on. Um, do we separate? Like, uh, not forever, but just a little split off, see who they follow? Or do we try to ch- shake them off somehow? Hide? Mm. Stealth? Do what do we do? Running! Running! Feisty running! <laughs> Idril, maybe you want to talk to the uh, blacksmith oh. person. <laughs> the direct approach. <laughs> well, the sexy one. Okay, I'll go over and say hello. Uh, what do what do I what do I what do I need to know though? What are we just? What he's doing? Do I directly ask him then? Mm, ask him. We're looking yeah. for the healer. The four where four, the fourfold four fights. fights are being held. Yep. Four, 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 four. Okay. All right. So okay. I, I approach this gorgeous looking fella and um, <laughs> I 
brush my eyebrows to the side and and, and ask, um, "Hello, can I can I help you?" It seems like you're you're following uh, behind us a little bit, and you might know this area. Is uh, are you from around here? Um, yes, yes, I'm from Falsum. Yes, I am. <sighs> Following, oh, I'm really bad at this. I'm I'm following you because I was told to, <gasps> and I just you're doing really well. Okay, don't don't. <laughs> thank, you. I, thank you, thank you. Only just um, noticed you, so it's all fine. So um, I, I they never prepared us for this. And he gestures at you for someone directly calling us out. We weren't we never trained. I'm new. Okay. I'm sorry. That's all right. What's your name? I, I can go back to no no no. no. Can, I, can I go back to just following you? Well, I just wondered, could you just let me know, where are they, um, the, the fourfold fights? Have you, have you heard of that? Oh, I don't know if I can tell you. Well, of course you can. I'm having a nice chat. <laughs> it's all fine. Yeah, I know we're having a nice chat, but like, I'm supposed to be following you really sneakily and I've blown my cover already. Okay. So I don't know if I should put myself into even more trouble talking to you about this or whether I should, should just make this a conversation and pretend could we just pretend that we're having a conversation and i haven't blown my cover yet can yes. you just okay I'll, i will laugh uh and you laugh too ready go <laughs> yes that... yeah. there you go yeah it's it's yes yeah that's oh, nice maybe could pretend you roll you're a persuasion me... check please okay <laughs> could you please roll a persuasion check it's it's run oh dear <laughs> it's a seven well, thank you for helping me maintain my cover, friend. Okay. I'm you. You go about your day. Can continue on. You'll you'll barely notice me. I promise. Okay. Uh, who who is it that's um that's told you to follow us? Uh, just my boss. Who's that? Fair may ask. I, I don't feel comfortable giving you my boss's name. I'm not supposed to give you my name either because oh. that's 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 following spy 101. Okay, maybe, I, I can't maybe, give you information. Maybe so. Salt can come over and, and have a word. Uh, do, uh, can I call the, the Salt scary, over? The scary dwarf with the hand axes. Yeah. I don't. I, I'd much rather talk to you. You're you seem like jovial and happy you know, and 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 great. And he looks like he will stab me with those axes. Do you know what? Uh, which I think. Yeah. I, I, well, just then let me know. Like all you have to do is tell me, and then we'll carry on, and you can keep on following us, and we won't, you know, bat an eyelid. No, it's just, it's it's good. Um, uh, nice night, nice. It was great to meet you. No, no, he says stay, he puts his hand here. out to you very obviously. <laughs> oh, it's. Been good uh, to meet you. You continue upon your path, friends. Oh. And he looks awkward, <laughs> turns around and just like scurries off okay. <laughs> into the nearest alley. Dang it. Didn't get any information. Sorry, folks. <laughs> That's fine. It's, it's all right. It was worth uh, it just to see his face as soon as you mentioned me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I wonder whether you would, you know, come behind and trap him out or something. But no, it's all fine. No, uh, we, we, we can find the answer somewhere else. It's no problem. Let's but if go if, before if we have someone else people, following yeah. us, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good plan, good plan. <laughs> okay, let's go. Mm. Where are we going again? Mm. The tourist information, was it? Mm. <laughs> the, wi- the witch's house. The witch's knob. Witch's society. Mm. Good. Mm. Arriving at the witch's society, um, you walk inside and everything is 
kind of, it's just nice. Compared to the rest of Falsam, which is kind of crumbling and clearly going through renovations, the Witcher Society is just nice. It's cool. Um, you know, the cold of winter is here, but this is like that refreshing cool. Um, there is a man behind the kind of reception desk and he appears to be like chewing... Um, just you know that really typical like over the top like cad chewing he, he's doing that and he's just very casually turning the pages of a book with his mage hand mm-hmm. with his mage hand mm-hmm. uh, so yeah mage mage hand so he can basically sit down with his hands like in in his like basically crossing his his arms and he can move things around with mage hand um, just a telekinesis kind of spell Groovy. but yeah he's just showing off is what he's doing mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to ask where the local busking places are? Just to you know, start, to start conversation in a normal way. Mari just sighs, goes up to the man and says, Fourfold fights? Where's that? <laughs> it's illegal. Yeah. Where is it? You're a fire. <laughs> no. Oh, you're betting. Betting time. Could be. Um, I don't know there's any going on right now, but... um, And he, like, turns a page of a book and he's not even really looking at you anymore. Is that right? Where is it? Uh, um, what's it worth? He looks up at you. <laughs> what do you need? Could do with some... Uh, I'm not saying that I'm desperate for gold. But, uh, you know, it wouldn't be amiss if some just appeared on the next page of this book, you know. Lucky find. Idril! Yeah? What's, hello? What's, well, hello? Nice to, nice to, to meet you. <laughs> you want some gold? Right. Oh, oh, right, yeah. Um, we might have a little, possibly. Um, mm. You sure? Yeah? Okay, um, and uh, how, give how me much the is little? He turns a page. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just slot one little one. gold coin. One, yes, one little gold coin just on the page, gently. Okay, um, you're married. Can I have you roll a persuasion check with advantage? Okay, and that means you Come press on, the button I'm twice, worried. and we'll take the highest okay. result. Oh, thank goodness I had. Advantage there. So 19. He quickly turns the page again and you just hear the coin just slip out of the page. Find it in the monastery. Talk to Jim. And he goes back to turning the pages. Jim. Jim and his drinking. The one who had the whole barrel of mm-hmm. drinkage. Yeah, the barfly. <laughs> Damn it. Should have got that job. Right. Let's go. Be careful following you. Um, why? Dangerous people down there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tom, but mm-hmm. Tom's all right there, isn't he? Yeah, most people are all right down there. But uh, uh, just be careful. Anyone to look out for in particular? Idril, give us your wallet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <Yes! laughs> yeah, I, I just gently place uh, the wallet in your hand so, and you can do the uh, do the rest. Pull out two silvers, wave them in front of him, put them down. <laughs> on the in the book. 
He kind of slides them towards himself and keeps looking at you. Two more. <laughs> he pulls them towards himself and says, I think there's a, there's a mage type down there. Can't miss her. Got blue runes. Blue hair. A human. I She's a little cranky. <laughs> oh, we might get on just fine. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's going to say something. Okay, I'm staying. <laughs> Name? Me. No. Just a receptionist. Blue hair, oh. cranky human something. Name? Her name's Dezorin. How do we spell that? For those of you, how do you spell that home game? <laughs> uh, D-E-Z-O-R-R-I-N. Dezorin. At least that's how I'm pronouncing it. <laughs> Pronounce it It'll do for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> It'll do, yeah. Before we leave, I shall see if I can spot our little friend or have they swapped him to somebody else? <laughs> uh, no, you see your little friend, like, um, kind of... Like on the same street as the Witcher Society, there's a there's like a like a wagon that's kind of like broken down. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of hiding behind that. <laughs> oh, there's more than one there. Like you just spot them. Like you just spot them out the corner of your eye, mm-hmm. but you spot the person that was following you, and they're just trying to use it. Like they do. They actually they're generally really well hidden, but you just because you're watching out for them now, you definitely spot mm-hmm. them. So it's our blacksmith. They've, they've dropped yeah, okay. the apron at least. Okay. No longer a blacksmith. <laughs> First day on the job. No longer a blacksmith, okay. yeah. And <laughs> uh, Murray just sighs. What shall we do about that? <laughs> Can I come to join us? He might well do. I don't know. <laughs> Take him for a drink. <laughs> Maybe that'll loosen the tongue. Ask them about the blue hair lady. That's no, not... That's- there's no need. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we need to ask Jim for the place where the, where the fights you happen. You know things. Do the things. We just need to ask Jim where the place yeah. where the fights happen. That's fine. Mm. We know these guys are following okay. us. That's fine. When the okay. time comes that we need to split, we can split. It's fine. Okay. Very well. It's just if they've got anyone else following us that we don't know about. That's the thing we need to worry about. Very well. All right. In that case, um, Salt, could you roll either a stealth check or a perception check? Your choice. And I'll tell you whether there is anybody else following you. Stealth 15. Can we check too? Yeah, sure. Is it perception? Uh, perception for you uh, for you both, yeah. yeah finally. <laughs> My dice nice. rolling is crap today. <laughs> you have the curse. <laughs> 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 I, I just like you know this is actually fairly classic I, I uh, usually do utterly crap dice rolls right up until the last one when it's really really key <laughs> oh, as long as the really good yeah, one is the one well, you do holding well. out okay um, so Ilmari what did you get 24 and Idril 18 Okay, on a 15 or above, i.e. all three of you, um, I can confirm that nobody is following you. Okay. Just the inept, maybe okay. blacksmith. Fair enough. Bless. <laughs> so basically, when the time comes, we can set off some kind of distraction. We can split in three different places and meet up somewhere else. They don't know where we're going on, right? 
Okay. I can do that. What I, what I might even do is you two split. I'll hassle the guys and then I'll may, uh, lose them. So they'll, they, they'll not know where the three of us are. Okay. Or I could do, so we'll a, do that when some the time sort comes. of performance and they could be no, distracted. You're missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> you scapper. Very well. We'll Run set away. off a distraction. You scapper. I'll make sure that you two are gone and these guys are, are busy. Then I can scapper and then three, the three of us will lost them. Very well. Creepy. I mean, if you want to do, do, do your whole performance thing, we'll do it at the end of the mission. All right. But for the moment. Ilmari just rolls her eyes. like a performance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three of you are, if I'm understanding correctly, heading back to the monastery. Are you trying to lose your tail or are you just accepting that he is there? I think they, they pretty much know we're heading to the monastery at the moment. <laughs> the important thing is when it comes to a key point, that's when we get split. Okay. All right. Although you they'll probably it- figure out that where we're going is still going to be to the, <laughs> the fourth yeah. right. <laughs> you figure out where you're probably. They're having a good guess. Um, hmm. You make your way back to the monastery. It's a lot less full during the day. In fact, it is only the, the gnomish woman and the barfly. It is just the two of them in here at this time of day. It's mm-hmm. early in the morning. I mean, it's five o'clock somewhere, but it is early in the morning and everyone should be at work, which most of them are. Uh, so what do the three of you want to do? Um, Emily just waves a hand at the three of you and, and smiles and Jim just raises his beer and goes back to drinking. I don't want to suggest that Ilmari talks to anyone because she's just not very <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I-, I could do if you want me to. Uh, I'll, I'll go up and get a beer and buy one for Jim. Mm. Yeah, because I was going to challenge him to a drinking competition, so I'm glad you said that. No, no. If anybody's having a drinking competition, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the dwarf with poison resist. <laughs> dwarf with poison resist and ridiculous constitution. <laughs> yeah, you can very easily buy, buy the bar around. Um, <laughs> Emily happily Look just Look at puts- me, I'm the Scottish dwarf, banging around for two people. <laughs> Rather you than when might... it's busy at night, day. Eh? Yeah. How it's generous of generous. you. Um, oh, yeah. You purchase Love the drinks them. and yeah. Jim just nods and smiles in your direction. So, thanks. Yeah, Jim. You might be able to help us out with one thing. Uh, guess this beer at a price tag. <laughs> Tell you what. Another one for him. Thanks. And a uh, second beer is brought, um, put down in front of Jim, who basically necks the first one and just starts to nurse the second. We understand that uh, occasionally people might want to have a little bit of a contretemps in a fourfold fashion somewhere around the town. Now, right. we can't possibly ask you to tell us where but something illegal might be happening, but if I was happening to want to potentially go somewhere suitable, I was wondering you might know somewhere. <laughs> He picks up the drink and very noisily sips it, <laughs> puts it back down again, and he says, I might be uh, inclined to let you know where that is. There's no fights going on. That's uh, good to hear. We're not interested in that kind of fighting, thankfully. I uh, pull out the, the wallet again, stick two sewers down in front of him. <laughs> He, uh, he he drinks, but at the same time, he reaches out with his fingers and pushes the silver back towards you. Give him a kiss. <laughs> he kind of, you see him 
blush ever so slightly. Um, but he kind of like reaches up, pulls the flat cap over his uh, face a little bit more and continues drinking and says, if you're not looking for that kind of a fight, kind of fight you're looking for. <laughs> We're looking to uh, free a friend who might be near the location. All right, good enough. And he gets up and uh, Emily looks at him and he's, he's, uh, he kind of gives her a look and says, you saw nothing, did you, Emily? Nope, didn't see nothing. And she goes off to the other end of the bar where nobody clearly is and just starts cleaning the bar. Um, <laughs> Jim walks the three of you to the back of the bar and he kind of kicks open a trap door and he gestures down like, you find you totally illegal fighting school down there. <laughs> <laughs> I warn you, nothing to bet on. No fights happening. Too many of Appella's people down there. Thank you very much, Jim. Thank you for the beer. Pleasure. And uh, he kind of like, he stands to one side and lets the three of you go down. Um, You can see the bottom. Um, It's not like going to suddenly break out underneath you. The ladder down is very sturdy. And when the three of you are down or have at least begun making your way down, he kicks the trap door back closed on top of you and then you can hear him like, creaking wood back towards his position at the bar (laughs) you find yourself underground Um, there's a little passageway that goes on for a small distance um, but it's not particularly far when it opens up into a very large cavern the large cavern the walls around you have various kind of passageways carved into them um, small rooms also carved you can see some of them have doors clearly windows there are occupants inside some of them you can see a lot of people moving directly in front of you however there is a large kind of circular flat area that has been cleared there is sand on there and a rope around the edge clearly whatever fighting would take place would probably take place there there are other passages that lead off and you can see that right opposite you there is a passage that clearly leads into a much bigger cavern there are a lot of people walking around here there are many species walking around here too you don't spot any dangerous creatures down here just people and a lot of them are guards so these um, doors they look like cells Mm. no more um no, not really any of them would be cell-type cells. Um, so imagine basically someone had dug a room into the side of a stone wall just so mm-hmm. that they could have like a little area that they could do something in. Um, peering yeah. through some of these windows at glances, yeah, you can see tables and chairs, uh, even a bed and one or two of them. I'm just wondering if some of the fighters might be, um, you know, slaves or something <laughs> similar. They need to be kept somewhere safe. Uh, no. no. Safe being um, quite the operative word, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Do we cause yeah, no, any? No, there's no going. Sorry, do we cause any attention? I mean, are we? Do we sort of stick out and need to hide immediately? Or um, not massively. Um, so though a lot of people down here are guards, a lot of people are not. Um, quite a few people are wandering around just as themselves, um, right. just talking and going in and out some of the rooms around here. But you would notice if you're looking specifically for something like that. The corridor or the um, thing that leads into a much bigger cavern that's almost directly ahead of you, that is only guards. And there are at least two guards kind of standing at that entryway. And we're in that. May I suggest this is is a good opportunity to put those Mm. costumes on? I was going to say, you can read lips as well. Oh, yeah. So maybe have a little observation. You you two get your gear on. 
I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a little scout around. Is there anywhere, uh, V? Is there anywhere we we can sort of hide, uh, sneak off, and change? Would that cost? Oh, absolutely. Like any of these kind of like rooms mm. that are dug into the side of um, the mountain, like it's very, sorry, or inside the cave, mm. you can definitely find one of those that is empty and just go in there and quickly change. Okay. Um, and that wouldn't cause any sort of... No. Nah, not at all. Not at all. Then I guess Idril and Ilmari are going and doing that, right? Yep. I need um, to brush my okay. eyebrows as well. <laughs> Salt giving the lady some privacy. Um, you can have a quick scout around. Um, mm. I'll dive what, into another room and, and change myself out as well and then carry on being sneaky. Mm. Um, is there any particular information that you're trying to find or are you just find, just looking for something generic? Just consolidating what I've heard so far in my head. Um, the healer is being kept somewhere presumably in a cell or something similar, a locked room close to this environment. My guess would be potentially to, to heal guys who are having fights for whatever reason. Um, I'm not sure how many healers would be in the thing. I don't know. I'm trying to keep an ear out for the prisoner as a word or a phrase, um, looking for any conspicuous key-like thing, uh, jangles that somebody's you know, going to somewhere there might be locks. Um, yep. I'm just trying to map the whole place in my in, in my head as I look around carefully. Okay. Um, in that case, can I have you make a – I'm going to ask for an investigation because there's some very specific details you're trying to find. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> 14. What is it? Okay. Um, on a 14, you would see one or two people talking about the prisoner. Um, mm -hmm. You would, from a distance, read somebody's lips saying, "Yeah, the prisoner is just such a snarky ass today." Um, you would, <laughs> you would spot things like that. Um, you would also spot that most of the people that are carrying keys, or those who are marked as magic users, most magic users in the world have runes that glow or runes that are drawn onto their skin. You notice mm -hmm. that a majority of those that are wearing guard uniforms and the ones that have these runes are all congregating to that larger cavern towards the back. Um, yeah, I guess you can't. Right. Yeah, you can't really see into it very well, um, but you are aware just from like the way the shadows and the light moves in there, this is much bigger than the one that you're in. Um, yeah. There are a lot of workers going in and out. You would observe there are a lot of people coming in and out with um, like uh, wheelbarrows of either rubble going out or like soft sand and dirt going in. Um, okay, you would notice so that. something out. There's, yes. there's no way of, of, of sneaking in. One, if one's going to have to do it, one's going to have to brazen it out basically, isn't it? So... Well, in as if I, we plan to be there. <laughs> well, that is one option. Um, when the three of you convene again, um, you kind of the three of you looking around would pick up. There are actually ways that you could get through, kind of at the top of this cavern. So many of these rooms are built at different levels around the edge, and if you oh, got okay. yourself high enough up one of these ledges, you might be able to sneak through one of the openings um, that's kind of above the cavern where most of the other people are. You could possibly sneak through that way, but that would require a lot of strength, a lot of dexterity, mm. um, and a fair degree of luck. A fair degree of luck. It would be difficult, but you wouldn't. Do we feel yeah. lucky. Like you have like it, two it might major just be easier to brazen out though. You know, like we uh, behave like we we're supposed to be there. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Can we see any kind of pattern in the guards going in and out? Because we've identified a place where the guards are sort of congregating. Actually, right? Yes, you could. Um, 
you could spend some time here if you're not rushing this, if you're being patient. Mm. You could definitely spot a pattern in the guards that come in and go and how often that happens. Mm. The workers seem to be pretty random. It's just whenever it's full or whenever the next load of dirt arrives. Um, that seems to be fairly random. But the changing of the guards, like changing out who's what and where, seems to be every four or so hours. Okay, I don't think we wait quite that long. But <laughs> um, <laughs> you might just—I I'll give that to I'm you. As, eventually, you'll see someone say, "Well, I'll see you in four hours, buddy." Uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. I can take that. That's yeah. totally fine. Because just skulking around for like five hours seems uh, a, a bit much, maybe. But yes, yeah. I mean, I'd, 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 I've come back to the room and report partially, and maybe gone for another 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 scout around. Mm. But uh, yeah, I can't imagine. I, I mean, I can imagine possibly spending an hour maximum. Doing the mm. doing the scouting, yeah, yeah. In that case, like, yeah, like you're more likely to notice someone saying, oh, "I'll see you in four hours," and I can't believe I have to be in there with him for four hours, like, or I can't believe I'm digging for four hours. Great, like you could pick those things up, like, okay, you see it more than once. You suspect it's a thing, okay. Mm. All right. Um, as part of this, so you can, I can see the, these higher level passageways. You said where you know that could be possibly achieved through a combination of climbing and stealth, mm -hmm. potentially, if I need to go that way. Yeah. Um, like, if you spend, like, a little bit of time looking at that, yeah, like, you would be able to possibly figure out a safe -er route for yourselves, maybe for you more than the other two. I was about <laughs> to say, me more than the other figure something out, yeah. <laughs> I still think the best way is just to brazen it in like we're supposed to be there. To be honest, uh, would because um, we don't any key phrases I picked up that might, um, other than you know, here to deal with him or here to probably do some digging is probably the easier one to do, deal with. Assuming is it guards doing the digging? Is some of them as well? Or, or uh, it's kind of just... it looks like a mixture. Like okay, like some of them are just basic workers who they only do digging stuff, but the yeah. guards seem to be a mixture of the both. Okay, so we we can go in dressed as guards and just you know, yeah. We, we've messed up. Our, our boss has told us to go down and, and, and do some digging kind of thing as, as a cover story, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, is, yeah, we screwed the, the, the pooch. The local equivalent of the treen duty, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can I okay. have the three of you roll a stealth check? Um, this is to see whether you, in the you know changing mm -hmm. of your uniforms, whether you've managed to hide from the guy following you. That's more like it. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's still following us. He came, well, he came down the passage. He came down the steps. <laughs> He's following oh, you. <laughs> He's not very subtle about it. He's a really bad spy. <laughs> I didn't get a very good one. Uh, no, but you, you rolled perception, Sarah. We were supposed to roll stealth, no? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine, so though. redo that and it'll look better. Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> Okay, uh, Ilmari, how did you, you do? You spotted four. <laughs> okay, 25. <laughs> um, assault? Uh, 27. And Idril? I got my eyebrows caught in the belt buckle. I got the four. <laughs> I fell out of the door. Well, it was so embarrassing. Luckily, I breasted the Kimbo. 
<laughs> Sorry. Luckily, luckily for the three of you, this is a group stealth check. Uh, but so the three of you with very high, uh, sorry, the two of you very high numbers, you managed to somehow, as soon as Idra was like, oh, me eyebrows, just shove her back in the room and nobody noticed. Um, you see, you see the guy that has been following you. He's, he tied the apron around his waist, but in a slightly different way now. Um, he looks around completely confused, looks in some of the rooms and just scratches his head and goes back up. Maybe he didn't see you come in here. Maybe you went into the monastery and stayed in a room. He doesn't know. He's turned around and left. You are no longer being followed. Hooray! <laughs> Hoorah! <laughs> oh, well done, everyone. Good stuff. Well done. Oh. I thought we lost him when we went f- down that trapdoor thing, but okay. <laughs> he kind of knew where we were going, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you're going to attempt to just walk up to the guards and make your way into the second cavern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we okay. are. Oh, oh okay. dear. Okay. Anybody got any better ideas? Um, no, because we needed I, I strength for the no. other option, right? And I don't think we have that between us. It would be difficult. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> mm. So the three of you make your way towards the two guards that are kind of barring, guarding the entrance to the second cabin. I would like the three of you to please roll deception checks. Deception. Basically, can you pull off looking like a guard? Oh, dear. Oh, Korea. Well. Sarah. <laughs> oh. No. Can I climb the secret way? <laughs> As the three of you try and look your most... <laughs> Guardish, I guess. Um, as the three of you make your way towards the two guards, and as you kind of get to them, one of them just waves you forward, but the other one puts their arm out and she says, I don't I don't recognize you. Who, who, who are you? I use one of the names I picked up during my reconnaissance, say Sergeant X caught oh. some <laughs> drinking too much last night, so this is our latrine. We're gonna have to come dig. Take a deception check. <laughs> Come on. How well can you pull off looking hungover? <laughs> Come on. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, it's, it's average. It's, yeah. mm. How hard does it be to just pretend we're hungover and we're being stumbled mm. by the Sarge? <laughs> he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if your two companions <laughs> pretend we, to look drunk also. Yes, can we help? Yeah, I was going to say. Somehow. You'd be more... In uh, control than I am. <laughs> okay. Oh, drunk calendar. We're rolling deception as well. <laughs> yep, go for it. Yay! <laughs> That's the one. Good stuff. All right, Idril, what did you I'll get? I'll come up with the ideas you execute. Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why you're the leader. No, 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 no. 19. Okay, and Ilmari. 25. A natural 20, I believe. Natural twenty. Bow, 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 bow. Um, you see, you see the the female guard who's put her arm out. Just look at Salt, and then she looks at the other two who look really wasted. Um, yeah, I look after looks- these two most of the time. You can tell, can't you? <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to dig with a hangover. 
No, off you go, folks. And they kind of do that mock bow <laughs> thing where they move their arm to like shoo you forward. Yeah. Um, Lovely. <laughs> oh, oh dear, we just scraped by there, didn't we? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you find yourself in a cavern. Unlike the cavern behind you, it's very obvious that parts of this cavern floor are just gone and they lead into a much deeper area. Straight ahead of you, across a kind of, let's say like a bridge of stone, you can see that there are a lot of workers. This is where the digging is taking place. You can now see people hitting the ground with with uh, pickaxes you can also see a lot of people reaching in and grabbing some of these larger stones using magic to help move these things onto carts you can also see over to one side you can see people going through the dirt that arrives they seem to be hand sifting to make sure there are no rocks no lumps nothing sharp and anything it is they just throw casually into the cavern and you just hear it drop and crash into water and they keep doing this. Some of this dirt is being accepted, some of it is not. You can also see to the other side, opposite where this dirt is being sorted, you can see that there are people working on building this big metallic circular object, about 20 feet diameter sort of thing. It's big. But you can also see inside of it, they're beginning to put some of this softer dirt, some of this dirt that they are searching through. They're putting it inside the big circular object. On the right hand. giant orb. Yeah, inside like the sphere that they're building, they're putting this refined dirt, as I'm going to call it. All right, so sphere. <laughs> yeah. um, they're in the middle of building it. Being attuned to the earth and stuff, do I recognise what, what kind of special properties this refined earth might be? Um, yeah, you don't even need to roll because this is like going to be like really obvious, at least to you. They are basically taking out anything that could be considered sharp. Um, like so kind of like big pieces of dirt like it's being broken down into basically a fine powder they're basically turning this dirt into sand that's basically what they're doing with it you can also tell from the digging that they've done and the way that they're structuring it the way that they're going down into it that this sphere that they're building that's like a 20 foot diameter will fit in that hole that they're digging further to the right hand side of you almost as you directly walk in you can see that there are Two guards, they're standing outside of a very hastily constructed, I want to say buildings, really not a room, hastily constructed room. It's been made of metal and stones. You can see that there is a door there also. Well, I guess that might be some kind of makeshift prison, anybody? Mm. Yeah. Also. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> that could be the one. <laughs> so just, I missed what the sphere was made of. Metal. Oh, the metal. They're building a metal sphere and they're grinding down earth into sand. Kind of. Yes. Okay. Kind of, yes. Right. They're actually Um, running it down or or they're taking the smooth earth and just removing it. Yeah, they're taking the softer stuff. Right. Anything that's kind of big, if they can grind it down into something, they will, but they often don't waste their time on it. They just chuck it into the cavern and you hear it splash into the water, which you can't see, but you can hear at least. So basically Um, sieving lots and lots of earth to make sure that the mm, the good stuff comes out. Yes. Um, You can also see that they are building, um, you can see that there are a lot of chains around that seem to be very heavy duty and they're just lying on the ground. Um, They're clearly about to be attached to something. Um, You can see a lot of, you know, when you go to a work site and you see someone who's clearly in charge because he's not doing the work, um, (laughs) you see a couple of those around also. Right. So many people everywhere. Okay. Who do we talk to first? 
Well, either we. What are we gonna do? Well, either we, um, either we start working uh, and observe, yeah. or we try and get to the door with the guards in the prison. Yeah, could do. So the question is both. One thing we need to think about before we get somewhere. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry, let's put this in accent. One thing we need to pref- uh, make sure we do before we get out of here yeah. is if we are going to make this guy get out of here, how yeah. are we going to get him out? It's all well and good breaking into the cell, but how we get out of this place where there's lots and lots of guards? Got to come up with you an idea of how quick we are getting out of here. An extra thing. <laughs> C- can we use magic to make another another costume? <laughs> do we have to drug drug? A, do we have to? liaise with someone else here in a uniform to get theirs i suppose that is the question could i use the disguise kit again on whoever we're rescuing once we're rescued that person not quick no because it doesn't it it takes yeah yeah, it 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 does take a while right yeah it's probably not i'm thinking it's it's quick physical escape where where are we gonna get are there any other exits that we there must be other exits because not everyone's going to the bar surely well there's (laughs) (laughs) um you are correct um so the second cavern that you find yourself in, the only really physical exit is the one that you just came from, other than the mm-hmm. one that's kind of high up. But you can mm-hmm. also hear flowing water, which would indicate that you could probably that's get what's out down the hole. Yeah. Yes. Whether that's mm-hmm. safe and whether you'd be stuck underwater for longer than you can hold your breath, unless you go have a look and unless you actually just do it, you're never going to know. Mm. <gasps> it is a very sacrifice? dangerous option. But it is an option. We could just throw the ukulele and see if see if we can. <laughs> no, we couldn't. That's a silly idea. Uh, it doesn't play it. We could make it play itself and, and see and listen and see if the music. No, okay. Um, Not the most subtle idea when it comes. To- <laughs> <laughs> but it is actually a brilliant idea. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Send something that makes sound to see how long you have to hold your breath. That does make a kind of sense. Yes, but there so are, I don't know yeah, how you would hear it the further away it got, though. Yeah. <laughs> how many people are in this room, approximately? Um, so there are two guards on the door. You don't know how many people are in that. Mm. We're going to call it the cell. Yep. I will neither confirm nor deny, but basically mm. the cell. Um, there are two people outside of that. There are about three people working on the kind of dirt into sand equivalency. And directly ahead of you, you can see two people who are mining and you can see a very stout, angry looking dwarven woman who is clearly the foreman of what the hell is going on. Okay. I think I'm in love. Ah, <gasps> oh, well that's... <laughs> Fuck it, she also has a hand axe, which is clearly visible as a, as a deterrent for people pissing her off. Okay, so eight, <laughs> eight, eight people. Yes. Are any of them looking at us wondering what, what, what the heck we're doing here? Uh, I'm going to say, like, for the moment, not really. The two guards on the cell are kind of talking to each other. Um, they obviously aren't. They're either not worried or they're bored or are about to change shift. You're not really sure. Um, the foreman is too busy yelling at the the two miners that are there, um, telling them to work harder, faster and use your magic. Um, Put your back and do it. Um, that kind of thing. And the three people who are sifting dirt are just so concentrated on what they're doing. Like, you expect you could probably, you know, throw a flashbang in front and they wouldn't notice. Like for the moment, you are safeish. Okay. Still want to plan an exit. <laughs> yeah. There could be another exit from the cell. Well, no, it's, 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 I'm assuming the cell is is a, is a freestanding structure. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, the back of it is up against like the the wall, so mm-hmm. I guess you could you use fireballs? stone cunning. I'll yeah. allow you to do stone cunning to see if you think there would be another exit out from just like the way it's been designed. Mm. Maybe you can see like tool marks and stuff. I'll let you have that. That's that's the. I've never used stone cunning for anything good, so let's do this. <laughs> uh, it's a history check. Um, it's advantage on a history check. Thirteen. <laughs> Not really. Wow, Rob Twenty hates you. <laughs> Um, you kind of like go to have a bit of a closer look but you become aware that the guards kind of become a little bit interested in you until you basically mm-hmm. step back and go back to your companions um, you can't really tell from this distance whether like the back of the cell which is built up you know against the back of the thing whether there would be another exit out of there yeah. you couldn't I can't tell. imagine there would be though no <laughs> um. so what do we do well, are we going to be forwards or backwards and coming forward? Do we chat <laughs> to someone first or are we just going to go in there with you, Salt at the Front, pioneering the madness? How about we do some digging first? Yeah. Because that's what we told to do. You can lip Keeping read our a bit. story yeah. up. Mm. Yeah. Observe a bit more okay. in this cavern that we can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and formulate a bit of a plan. Who's got the tools? We didn't bring them in. Where are the tools? Oh, there's plenty of tools. There are there are plenty of tools near the digging hole. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we okay. we start digging and observe. I suppose mostly the two guards at the cell and see if anything is going on there. I guess. Okay. Um, the three of you are set to work. The kind of stout, angry dwarven woman uh, is shouting orders. Like, as soon as you turn up, like, she assumes you're here to work. There's no questions. You are put to work. Mm. Um, those of you okay. who are able to pick up a pickaxe and make some decent headway in this, you are straight down that hole. And that hole is currently about 30 feet. Mm-hmm. And they're still digging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a 40 foot wide hole that they're digging um it's it's pretty big and like looking at it now yeah that is definitely going to take that metal sphere that is currently being built um for sure um as all this is happening those of you who are more magically inclined are ordered to use your magic to remove the rubble as it's coming out <laughs> it's okay. it's boring backbreaking work um but she she doesn't seem to question why you're there um she just tells you to do it and you do it um however you are trying to observe the two guards. Can whoever thinks that they would have a good opportunity to keep an eye on this? Could I have one of you roll a perception check for me, please? I'm not sure if I'm, because I'm really not strong. So I'm guessing I'm using magic somehow. Okay. Uh, yeah, you could. Um, one of I actually, guess. one of the, the th- reasons why there are so many dwarven bards in a lot of lore is because. When you're mining, having that beat is actually really good to have. So that's actually something that a bard could do legitimately in this area is just play your instruments. Okay, well... (laughs) You set the working music. (laughs) I set the working music and observe, and I'm rolling a perception, I guess. Was it perception? Yeah. Yep. Yes, please. Okay, giving it a go. 15. On a 15. You notice that the two guards are, they're kind of relaxed. They, relax is probably not quite the word. They are exhausted. They aren't paying the most amount of attention in the world. 
you have a feeling from watching them and picking up some odd words that you hear just echoing across the cavern between the thumping of the uh, the pickaxes and the working of other workers. You kind of get the feeling that they are there as a just-in-case. And if anyone has ever done a just-in-case shift, fuck me, that's boring. Mm. Um, <laughs> so they are just bored and exhausted. They've been working long hours. You can tell, like... They're probably only maybe half an hour away from changing of shift at one point. And you kind of get that feeling like everybody around here is beginning to like put down their tools and beginning to tidy up, apart from the foreman who is just still yelling at people to do stuff. Um, <laughs> you have a feeling she's probably going to keep going. Um, <laughs> next shift or more, I mean, she's here yelling at people. That's that's her job. Um, but yeah, you kind of get the feeling you're going to be able to guess when you can tell that there is a changing of the guards. Um, you can also tell, to, um, like, figure out that they're talking about somebody who is coming in the next changing of the guard. Um, they talk about about like the mages that are coming and how there's always at least one in there just in case. Um, that's basically what you get. Okay, well, I relay this information uh, as I sort of pass by my my pals. Um, right. Do we have a chance to actually sort of communicate with each other here? Because oh yeah like as we under sort of, under like your yeah yeah under your music playing underneath the sounds of like pickaxes mm. underneath her shouting um you could definitely exchange information mm. um it would just be a little bit more stilted than you'd be used to but yes okay so let's figure out a plan um everything i can think of is silly so i'm not gonna <laughs> speak <laughs> no <laughs> i love silly <laughs> Silly can work. <laughs> you went and confronted the guard and he just, sorry, the spy, and you just blew him away. <laughs> they often spark good ideas, Sarah, so go mm -hmm. for it. Never feel like well, you can't say anything. I, I was just thinking, accidentally pushed the silver spear into the hole, causing a deflective action whilst we then get into the cell. That was my silly idea. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't even understand <laughs> what that was. Uh, basically create the world's biggest distraction by pushing the partially made sphere into the water. Oh, the sphere. Sorry, I heard the sphere. sphere. I heard spear too. I was like, wait, where yes. is there a spear? I don't understand. <laughs> okay. The sphere. Right. That's something. Uh <laughs> <laughs> right. I, 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 I can appreciate this is, you know, a distraction technique is going to be important. So I need to find a way of getting to somewhere where we can hide the healer at the very minimum and get him to an exit fast. Mm. All right. What if uh, when you need the sphere, there is something in behind the sphere? Is there anything? <laughs> Can we go up and use the chains and attach them to the ceiling and climb up? Uh, the ceiling would be a little bit too high for the chains that are here. Like the chains, are, they're long, but they wouldn't be long enough that you could put them into the ceiling and then climb up them. Like, they're not quite that long. Well, it looks like could the... Link them to the cell door, attach it to the sphere, push the sphere into the hole that will pull the door off. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> that would be a distraction and that would create a hole in their defences. You are not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Can I see if I can I can palm um, the cell keys off one of the guards at some point as I'm going past? 
Yeah. Like you can definitely give that a shot. Um, like the the foreman lady clearly has mm-hmm. a set of keys on her. Uh, you can just hear it when she shouts really loud. You can hear jangling yeah. somewhere on her person. Um, so you would assume that she at least has keys. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to try it now. I'm going to try it later after that roll. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that roll, Karina. I didn't see it. <laughs> Could we... Uh, um, is there a, I am a having sleepy... the worst dice rolls, as always. Is there a... Is there a chance for a sleepy spell where everybody in the room, apart from us, gets sleepy? I think that's a very good plan. At least take out all the lower level chaps. Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't have sleep, but I don't know what spells Imari has. Um, I have, well, I have shatter. Uh, that's not sleep at all, but it's something happens. Let's <laughs> uh, blow everybody up. Yeah, that's, I think that's a different kind. Of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it happens to everyone at once. Uh, I can make someone invisible. Holy shit. Yeah. That solves your how the fuck do I get him out problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I, you're right. Okay. Of course. I have whole person <laughs> as well. Um, what else do I have? Uh, so, oh, um, I have whole, I have whole person. Oh, okay. I have yep. the crown of madness. We could send someone bonkers. Um, with <laughs> crown of madness, you control their actions. <gasps> Um, so essentially what you do is you basically control their mind to a degree where you can make them attack things or not attack things, but you can't <gasps> control where they move to. Actually, no, that's not true. You could make them move places. Um, that is an option, actually. Could we make the lady so cross that she she breaks the cell open and then jumps into the water? I and then don't by know. Her screams. No, no, <laughs> not, not quite. Uh <laughs> Um, I also have pressed prestidigitation. Is that how you prestidigitation? Uh, so I can yeah, move little things, but I'm not sure if that's helpful. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think we got to do the following. We need a distraction. Distraction. As everyone's distracted, I I need to get hold of the keys. We need a distraction to distract everybody. We get into the cell with the keys. We make our friend go invisible. We try and make our way to the exit um, as fast as we can. And we hold the whole person and other spells for defense spells as we get out. Where, where does where does the water go? Do we trust? We not trust the water then? Yeah. No. Do, we, do we try the water or the irregular well, exit? We, we can go for it. Have I spotted any other exits, um, V? Um, not really. Um, I mean, the water, it, it kind of, it goes, um, as you would expect into like, you can, you can see that it's flowing through this cavern. Um, mm. you can't tell where it's going out to though, I'm afraid. Mm. Could we, could uh, but we it ask, definitely goes um, out. <laughs> mm. Could we discuss that with another soul, soul, soldier person? Like where does the, what's the water go? Can we do that? You mm. could definitely do that. Mm. Give it a go. Who do you want to talk to? Uh, the, 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 the digging folks, cause they're a bit knackered. <laughs> and- no, that makes sense. Um, you can see that the one that is digging next to your friend's salt, um, they just look kind of tired. I mean, they're, they're a big burly person, but they're, they're also kind of tired. Um, uh, the elf like looks at you as you begin to like try and get their attention. And, um, and he says, What? Uh, just wondering where the, where the water goes. Well, one would assume it probably goes out to the sea. I think yeah. it comes out 
comes out into a river, maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe a couple of hundred feet over. Okay. What, and like, could you get a boat down there? Oh, I shouldn't have thought so. I, I believe it gets narrower, but not much. Okay. So if I, like, wanted a little cool down, I could just, could I get down there and get back up again easily? <laughs> well, I, I think cool if you... off, come back up. <laughs> well, you could definitely climb down there and climb back up, not a problem, if you were <laughs> thinking of jumping in there and uh, just floating away. I bloody am, for sure. Uh you probably make it out. A bit long to hold your breath, perhaps, but doable. Oh, is it? Okay. Cheers. Is there anything you want to ask, Ilmari? Ah, mm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, typical teenager response. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And how long? How long of the changing of the the guards there in in the the cell? Like, can I take a stint? You know, take them off their feet for a bit, do you reckon? Yes, you could probably ask Orthane if you're desperate to hang around to that creature. Orthane, yeah. And what's the creature like? Have you seen him? Yes, he's uncomfortably happy. Oh, really? Gives how, me... how? He just doesn't seem to care. Oh? What's he said to you then? Is it is it a bloke or what? Yes, whatever he is, half-elf, male, just, I don't know, air of arrogance about him. Doesn't seem to care at all that he's stuck here as our prisoner. Oh, okay. How how have have you seen he's happy? What does he do? Does he sing? Has he said anything fun? Oh boy, does he sing. Make me laugh. Cool. He sings the most bawdy songs, so crude. <laughs> oh, come on, give us a line. I could do with a dance. I wouldn't, I don't know. That's not my thing. Sorry, I don't really have the singing voice for that. And besides, ugh, thank you. So have you seen mm-hmm. my palier? My palier's just said that uh, uh, there's a half-elf in there. Very Ooh. happy. Yeah. Anything you, you wanted to ask? No, it's good. It's good. Mm. I was just saying so, we could ask um, orth, 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 I've forgotten orthopedic man if uh, we could um, <laughs> if we could take over their shift for a bit maybe Orthane with the big feet if we for could, those um, of you for yeah. those of you playing the how do you spell it at home game um, O-R-T-H-A-N-E Orthane orth- yeah Orthane Annie <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah so we could maybe you know take a stint Get, get them off their feet for a bit. They can have a sit down. What do you think? It's worth an ask. <clears throat> yeah. Should we do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we we go over and approach Orthane with a, with a gentle uh, <laughs> air of efficiency about us and mention how... Uh, as, as, as the three of you kind of like put down tools and decide to walk away, um, the, the dwarf and lady's like... I'm yeah, staying. Yeah, I'm staying too. Oi. Okay. <laughs> You're persuaded to stay to the end of your shift. Um, 
as the three of you and um, your two digging companions and the workers who are so- sorting through the dirt, etc., as all of them begin to make way out, the guards at the door stay just a little longer. Um, and your new friend um, points out one of the guards who is standing um, in the entryway that you came in. It's the lady that had stopped you previously. Mm. That's there. Well, good luck to you. Remember... Don't listen to a word he says. It's just out to manipulate you. Mm. Oh, that's not a good thing. So I was, <laughs> no. I, I, I was getting excited for a minute. Okay. Um, and, and with that, like your companions leave. Um, Orthane just uh, looks at the three of you as you approach. Seriously, do you want me mm-hmm. to speak? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you've probably got oh. more charisma than us. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. <laughs> apart from maybe the bard, actually. Actually, the bard's probably got yeah, more charisma. Yeah. <laughs> or your sulky yeah. one. <laughs> They're looking good. Warm, warm up looking the good, all thing. Right. So, how are you doing, all thing? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So, um, can we um, can we take the shifter? <laughs> take a persuasion <laughs> check. <laughs> That's so bold. <laughs> I love your blunt to the yes. point conversations with everyone. Yeah, they are. Yeah, she's so weird. I don't know what happened. Maybe, maybe I was right. So should we have a minus nine charisma just to your role playing? <laughs> okay, so I, 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 rolled a, style, I rolled a 19 on that gruff um, suggestion. Why? Mm. Might be a change. Why? Do you want that shift? All, all three of you? Mm. <laughs> well, I'm not going to pay you for three people. We only need two of you standing outside. You're right with that, Idril. Um, what do you mean? You don't need me. You're right with not... Well, you can be there, but I'm not going to pay you. Yeah. Oh, money. Um, yeah, that's okay. Just for... Mm. You know, experience. I'm building up my experience. Yeah. You see them kind of like shrug their shoulders. Uh, they clearly agree. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, sure. Uh, I mean, the Zoran's going to be here in a bit, so go right ahead. Just let her through when she turns up. Go get yourself a drink. Zoran. Right. Right. Okay. And uh, Ilmari makes her way over to the cell thing. <laughs> <laughs> the two the two guards uh, kind of see the three of you arriving. They kind of do that very back and forth, like, there's three of you. Are you getting paid? Are you insane? Well, all right then. Uh, <laughs> not my dollar. Uh, sorry, not my gold. Um, and then the, the, the pair of them walk away. Um, the three of you are now on guard duty outside the cell. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's V. It's just going to be a quick short outro today. Want to say thank you to Demolius, I hope I got that right, for the name Dezorin. And from Duke Madward, I want to thank you for Orthane. Want to say thank you to Kareem, Karen and to Sarah Golding. They're all amazing people and we have the second part which should be coming out next week, which I will give a proper breakdown of how we ended up in the situation that we're in. All right, thanks guys. Enjoy your week. Bye. Good evening, agents, and thank you for coming on such short notice. 
as you are aware, we at Agents of Damned must be prepared to strike before disaster can even make itself known. Arlo, do you understand your mission? Yes, ma'am. To stop the forces of destruction and calamity from ever becoming a threat to the people, we travel across the Forgotten Realms in order to keep it safe. Excellent. See, when are you acting? We're on assignment every other Friday, but patrons can listen to our misadventures a week early. Learn more about each adventure in a special after show, and even hear tales from some damned operatives other than us! Perfect. And with Terra, where can people find you? I don't know what any of these are, but Bookworm says that people can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podchaser, or anywhere else that people listen to podcasts. If they want to reach us personally, they can join us at Facebook at AOD. Twitter at Agents of D, or on our website at agentsofdam.com. What's a website? Good. Now that you all understand your mission, you are all dismissed. And remember, you are the Agents of Damned. Case for good luck. Arlo! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.